So if you were in a herd, would you be having the most fun if you were in the middle or the outside? This is Beth Wee in the Koinonia Kitchen with Lee Kimball. Lee, who has the most fun? The ones in the middle or the ones on the outside? Well, if I'm on the outside of the herd, I'm probably nervous because I'm worried about getting picked off. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of funny. It's probably true. You're looking for wolves. <laughs> You're living in fear. I'm living in fear. I'm not living in fun. Hey, guys, wait for me. <laughs> We're going to talk about having fun when you're in recovery. Fun. When you're in recovery from substance addiction or alcoholism, people think, oh my gosh, the fun is gone out of my life. How will I ever have fun again? How will I ever go to a wedding again? Will I ever be able to be of good cheer? <laughs> and inevitably, and one of the funny parts of that is, is those people, once in recovery, realize the this, fun had been gone a long time ago. Yeah, the fun is just starting. Yeah, when you're, when you're in a 12-step recovery movement, whichever one you're in, the fun is available. But how does that happen? And I think I got to tell you, it happens because of the psychic change and the spiritual awakening, and all of a sudden you realize that life is really fun. You know, when people that are, are using drugs or drinking alcoholically, when they're blocking out life, they've lost the wonderful part of life as well as the bad. I if know I'm, they're drinking to yeah. forget, but they're, they're also not remembering the good stuff. If I numb myself, <clears throat> I'm numb, numb to everything. Yeah, you don't get the good. You get mm -hmm. only the bad. So if you're unnumb, yes, you're going to take a hit here or there with emotions, but you'll learn how to deal with those and you'll have a toolkit to help you get through the tough times, the trials, the tribulations, but the fun times, they're on. They are totally on. And you're going to learn one of the keys is you hear one day at a time. Well, that develops into now. Yeah. You know, it's one day if I can stay away from a drink, if I can stay away from a drug for one day, but then it's this moment. In this moment, I'm not doing that. Well, it's funny that the, the, the prayer that they use in a lot of 12 steps groups, 12 step groups is called the serenity prayer. Mm -hmm. And the first three lines, most everybody knows, but then it goes on from there. God grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, courage to change the things I can and the wisdom to know the difference. You ready, Lee? Ready. Living one, one day, day at a time, time. enjoying one moment, moment at, at a time. time. Okay, and the thing with moments is, I, I, love, I love that my wife says, she's never had a bad day. She's had bad moments. Right. But it's not, it's sitting here, right? I got stuff going on in my life, okay? Yeah. I've got some, some pretty crazy stuff going on in my life. Sitting here in this moment with you, with Noah, Speaking with you guys, this is a wonderful moment. All is well. All is well. Right. And if you move into the next moment and it's not, it will pass. Yeah. It will pass. And I'm yeah. having fun. Yes. Well, I think that one of the reasons fun happens in recovery is because, you know, you hear the pop 
they all, everybody hears the pop. Oh, their head coming out of their butt? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's the pop. And all of a sudden, they see other people in the world with whom they can coexist. And not just coexist, they can have friendships that do, you know, you might have friends that you uh, play pickleball with or golf with or, or, or uh, shoot hoops with. Or you might have completely different friends that you listen to music with or exchange books with or or go to coffee yeah or, or just talk with it's funny how friendships develop around things you enjoy you know things you enjoy if you're living some healthy lifestyle and you want to have some wonderful good for you shake every morning chances are good you'll get to know the people at the store that sells the shakes hmm. and you'll be talking to those people in the crowd because you've had that psychic change your mind is open you're alert and intent on having a good moment. There was a point in my life, Beth, where I joined a group of people because I was bottoming out with some stuff in my life. Mm -hmm. And I really couldn't see any brightness. There was no sunshine. There was no fun. Right. And this group of people, number one, I became part of that pack. Right. I became part. But they would have picnics. And they would do camping trips. And what I found out was, in spite of some of the realities of my life, I could have fun. <laughs> I, you know, it was like it was like a, um, whatever they call that thing. Psychic change? <laughs> oh, yeah. It, it, it was a psychic change. Like an epiphany. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I think that one of the best times in in the life of people in recovery is when they get their creative juju back. Because everybody that I talked to that started using drugs or alcohol at an early age, I'm going to say mean age between 10 and 15, there was something they were doing that they were good at. Maybe they were good at, maybe they were playing in the, in the band at school and they, were, they played the flute. Uh, maybe they were artistic and they were taking art classes at the middle school or the high school and they were talented. Maybe whatever it was, but they lost it. They put it down when they picked up the bottle or the pipe or the whatever it is they picked up. And I'm telling you what, it doesn't matter how long it's been, you're still good at that. You still have that creative outlet open to you. Haven't touched a guitar in 30 years? Pick one up. It, those pathways in your brain were formed when you were younger, and it will come back to you. It's an amazing thing. But creativity is like riding a bike. You know, riding a bike is a creative outlet because your body has to do a lot of different things. And it's the same with creative outlets. Painting, writing, sculpting, gardening, cooking. There's so many creative Sport. outlets. Yes, yeah, sports. It's such a great way to reconnect with your creative self. And I'll tell you what, creating is really fun. You speak of, of, of creating and, and connecting with yourself and connecting with my higher power. One of the things, I worked, for many years I worked in horticulture, agriculture, if you will, and it was a job. It was a business. I was good at it. When I left that field, it went from, an, from a vocation to an avocation. And I now love it. I love it. My yard 
is number one, it's my sanctuary. sanctuary. And, you know, I go out there and some would say toil. I just play in the dirt. You have a great time. Well, you know, I want to talk to you in recovery. If you're not sure if recovery can be fun, I'm going to ask you to take a risk. Mm -hmm. I want you to sign up for a class or join a gym and go actually go to the orientation where they walk you through and teach you how to use the tools. The tools in the gym are difficult to use if you don't understand them. So you might join the gym, but only ride the bike because you know how to ride a bike. But you could be doing the other pieces of equipment if you only took the orientation and learned how. Or how about this? Go to coffee with people you don't know well or go out to breakfast with people you don't know well and just talk about whatever. Does that sound crazy? No, absolutely. It's My wife speaks about she was with a group of people once or earlier in her life and they would all get together after they would after, after their meetings, they would get together and go out for coffee. And in her mind, they never invited her. Yeah. So one day they says, come on, why don't you come on? She goes, nah, that's, that's all right. After being so upset that they, and then she went and became part of. Yeah. And, and became, delight. we used to go out to breakfast every weekend. Yeah. You know, with a group of folks. And, or when, and then, when we were on the radio, we'd go to the same uh, little. Every week. A little Asian restaurant and, and yeah. the people there knew us. They yeah. expected us. And we didn't know the people, the people that waited on us knew us and welcomed us. Got to know our preferences and made us feel belonging. I think feeling like you belong is fun. Yeah. It feels good to belong. How about this? Does your high school have a football team? Go to a game. I know it sounds crazy. You didn't go to that high school, maybe. I never lived here. I just go to a high school football game. If that's when you lost yourself to the drugs and alcohol, you will see what it was like, and you will have fun. You will have, and wear the right color. If your team guy, wears red, wear a red shirt. I have a fellow that I work with. He joined a bowling league. There you go. Just the shoes alone are worth it. The <laughs> shoes are always comfortable in the bowling alley. But see, where do you live? You know, I live in a little town, Vero Beach. We have a lot for people to do and see. Parks, gardens, historic sites. Go there. Be a tourist in your own town. Go there. I live on the ocean. You know, there were years that I didn't even see the ocean. Well, maybe not a whole year. But I mean, I didn't even see it because I had shut down, mm -hmm. you know? And that, that's just open your eyes, look at what's around you and enjoy it. How about a restaurant you would never eat at? Do you like Indian food, Lee? Do you uh, like Indian food? Not a lot of experience with it. Ta-da, that's a perfect place for Indian Lee food. to go. Go to an Indian <laughs> restaurant and see if you like the food. How about this? Did you ever stop at a garage sale? I got to tell you, that can be really fun looking at somebody else's junk. You might find a treasure for yourself. Or I love the Habitat Home Store in our community. Habitat for Humanity. Yeah, I can has a, and you can buy building materials. You can buy cups for your coffee. You can buy a table and chairs if you want. But it's just fun to go and walk around. And you may find something you didn't know you couldn't live without. <laughs> and funny thing, you can invite someone to do it with you. Yeah. Say, hey, 
I, you know, I don't really know you. If it's someone you meet at a 12-step meeting, say, hey, I'm going to run up to the Habitat Home Store. You want to come with me? You know, I think they're having a sale this week. Whatever. I'm just saying the fun is available. It's ripe for the picking. The fruit's hanging low. You don't even have to stretch to get a good one. Just try something new. And you don't have to spend money. No. Okay. No. At Christmas time, I love walking through the mall. Yeah. I can walk through a mall at Christmas time and not spend a dime. It's just enjoy everything. And, and what it is too, Beth, I think part of it is not only the decorations and stuff, it's the people. Yeah. It's being amongst the crowds. The it's, excitement. It's, yeah, there's a collective positivity. Joy. There's a joy in the air. Exactly. Yeah. I used to feel it when I worked in Manhattan. There you go. At Christmas time on the street, all of a sudden, for one time of the year, people would look, look up and smile or make eye contact. Yeah. It's a beautiful thing. Listen, can you have fun in recovery? You better believe it. It's time to take addiction out of the shadows and shine the encouraging light of recovery on everyone affected. Good Seed Podcast is powered by BethWE.com, a nonprofit ministry based in Vero Beach, Florida. We'll start the uncomfortable conversations that turn despair into hope and complacency into action. Connect, communicate, and thrive with us. Check us out online at Beth. We.com. Thanks for tuning in. We'll talk again soon.